What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Ah, my name is Sacred Eagle, and welcome to another episode of the Sacred Eagle Cast. It's been a couple of days, and I apologize. I've been busy just making money and sleeping, quite frankly. But a couple of things have happened. For example, the Eagles play the Jaguars Thursday night, won the game 24 to 10 to even their record of one and one. Um, I caught a little bit of it. I didn't watch all of it because again, I'm not truly invested into the preseason because it's only preseason. I'm out here waiting for that regular season and then I'm gonna be extremely active on everything. So follow me on Twitter at Sacred Gary and go subscribe to me on YouTube at Sacred Eagle. I'll be uploading a bunch. I already uploaded a video today on one of the main topics I wanted to talk about today. And that is, once again, the Eagles and their quarterback position, or quarterback situation, I should say. The Eagles have signed 40-year-old veteran Josh McCown to a one-year deal worth $2 million. He initially announced his retirement over three, four months ago, spent three months with his family, and then got the call from Philadelphia and was like, what the hell? I'll sign a deal with you guys. And he's coming out of retirement after three months. And he's ready to roll, ready to get to work in an Eagles uniform. And I, I'm truly, truly, honestly, I'm excited about it. I, I'm I'm fine with it for one simple reason. And that is because he is reliable. Josh McCown is that kind of guy. He's never been a great quarterback. He's never been outstanding. But... Within each and every tenure he's had with other teams in the NFL, he's performed and did and has done what he's needed to do. And here in Philadelphia, it's going to be no different. And he knows the role that he is in at his age, at his, at the, the point in his career that he's in right now. He knows what he's being called up for. Nate Sudfeld went down with an injury last week and now just a couple of days ago, We lost Cody Kessler to a concussion. So the Eagles are looking for a replacement for the number two spot behind Carson Wentz. And not only somebody to to be back there in case if something were to happen, God forbid, but also a veteran to give him some pointers, to give him some tips. That's the best thing that Nick Foles was here for. Minus, of course, doing his job and winning us a Super Bowl when Carson Wentz went down right before the playoffs. That's a different story. Nick Foles was here to be that backup, and he knew what he was signing on for. Josh McCown is doing the exact same thing. We're not going to—I mean, hopefully we won't have to see Wentz get hurt and have to watch Josh McCown try and do what Wentz has the potential to do in in winning a Super Bowl. He's just here to be here, to play football when he's called upon, and to be a backup quarterback. There's nothing much else to it, and I am excited for him and— I truly cannot wait to see him in action. I've never hated the guy. You know, he's always been, again, a solid quarterback, a solid backup. He's always been a good player. And I've, I mean, he's played in a lot of different teams, too. I've seen him in multiple uniforms over the last five years. He's been a Jet. He's been, what, a, a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, a Dolphin, an Arizona Cardinal. He's been a lot of different places. He's been around the league. And now he's adding Philadelphia, too his journey he's a journeyman and out of the entire game going back to um the eagles jaguars game clayton thorson didn't do too bad 
he really didn't. He really did not do that bad whatsoever. He was, he stepped up and he definitely, he, he showed that he was a lot better than what he showed the week prior, um, back in week one. He definitely showed that he has some, some more, more capability, more potential. And I, and I'm all for that. You know, the whole entire thing with preseason to me is to just let the other guys compete for a job. Like, I'm not too concerned about Wentz not playing a snap. If he plays, he plays. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Again, we, we live in, the, in, a, in a world now. We live in this league where people don't have to play in the preseason if they don't want to or if they don't need to. Right now, the Eagles are really just in that full-on recharge and refuel state of mind where... Eventually, everybody will be back together. Eventually, everybody will be playing. But if there's no point to when some people need to get healthy and there's no point in getting everybody together outside of practice, why force it? Now, I'm talking outside of Carson Wentz. There are people like Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders who have uh, who have told the coaches, I want to play, so I'll play. And that's a different, that's an entirely different thing. People like Carson, maybe we're being easy with him, which is completely understandable after the last two years' worth. He didn't play at all last year in the preseason because of the ACL recovery. This season now, we're just, I would assume that we're trying to be cool with him and trying to trying to ease him back into everything after the back injury and all that. Because the back injury is very severe. It's more severe than anybody would think. Look what happened to Tony Romo. He had a lot of back issues towards the end of his career and... It costed him a lot of time. And Tony Romo, for a Dallas Cowboy, I love the guy. Now, I'm being legitimately honest. I've always I've always liked Tony Romo. It's not, <laughs> it's not like he's a bad player or anything. He just never managed to get up there in the playoff caliber into the big moment type of situation where like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and Peyton Manning would shine. He never had those moments to. And that's fault at the Cowboys organization. And he had a lot of issues with his back, especially 2013, 14, 15. He had a lot of injuries, whether it was collarbone, back issues, a lot of different things. I don't want to see Carson go through that same thing. The torn ACL is one thing. Okay, a lot, a lot of a lot of stars in a lot of different games and a lot of different sports as a whole, baseball, basketball, hockey. A lot of people are suffering torn ACLs, and they're getting more and more common, and that's the scary thing. Carson Wentz, he tore it while he was leaping into the end zone to score a touchdown against the Los Angeles Rams. He didn't score it with somebody, like, falling on him, which could be the absolute worst thing. Like, we've seen uh, Jason Peters go down several times with somebody landing on that leg like that and tearing everything in the knee, and that's the worst-case scenario. A couple of things popped when he jumped into the end zone that and in between the two defenders in that one play against the Rams when he tore it that's fine and it took a while for him to recover because that's what you expect at least it wasn't a torn Achilles and we have a lot of other people who are coming back from that as well Sidney Jones tore his Achilles prior to his draft last year Ronald Darby Jalen Mills is on the pup list with a mysterious foot injury we have a lot of issues elsewhere from the quarterback position that it does not surprise me that the Eagles aren't in fact trying to push people to play in week one. Of course, there are people like uh, Malcolm Jenkins and um, Brandon Graham and Vinnie Curry who are getting those reps and getting those chances to start and play just because they want to. They want to get back to football. They want to start playing it. It's different with a bunch of other people. And 
the entirety of the offense. Like, Deshaun Jackson hasn't suited up yet. Alshon Jeffrey hasn't suited up yet. Zach Ertz hasn't suited up yet. It's all truly based on the own player's decision and want to play or not or need to play. Some people need to start playing now. Some people don't. And I'm okay with that. Carson Wentz, of course, is a different situation. But I'm okay if he's not going to play. Don't play him. The last time he played in a preseason game was, what, 2017, and he looked pretty good. The year before that, he played in one game, and that was against the, I I remember it vividly, it was week one against the Buccaneers. He played, like, two drives and then had a cracked rib, and he had to exit the game. He's a fragile, he is a fragile guy, at least he was. I feel like now he's a real, he's a lot stronger. He's slimmer, but he's got more muscle to him. He looks a lot healthier. I think this year he's going to play all 16 games and he's going to do really, really well. And I cannot wait for this season to get started. I truly can't. And there's nothing true else to truly talk about. Miles Sanders had a lot of good runs yesterday. Or Thursday, I should say. It's Saturday the time I'm recording this. But Jordan Howard had some good runs as well. Again, Thorson played a really good game. Greg Ward had a really good game. There, there were a, a lot of the guys that you won't see make the team, like Greg Ward, maybe Clayton Thorson. They had some really good games. I'll give them that. The The offense was nice. The defense was pretty good, too. We had a couple of good people, a couple of good pressures from a lot of unnamed people that I, I'm keeping them unnamed because I don't remember their names. I'm really bad with names. I'm really tired. I've been really exhausted this week. And it's kind of why I haven't recorded a podcast in the last two days but i've been on youtube so again if you do not follow or subscribe to me on youtube or twitter you're missing out if you only listen to me here you gotta go find me on other social medias because i'm active everywhere i'm on google podcasts now i'm on spotify i'm on radio public i'm on a lot of different areas where you can listen to this very podcast aside from anchor yes but i'm also all over youtube and that's my main priority so follow and subscribe to me, Sacred Eagle on YouTube. Twitter is Sacred Gary. Find me on there. I'm not going to try and make this a very long podcast, but I want to tackle one more thing before I head out. This will take me a little bit. But the Philadelphia Phillies, they concern me because let me check as we as I speak right now. They're playing the Padres. Top of the eighth inning. They're losing five to three. They were winning three to nothing to start off the game. This concerns me, especially after the last couple of games where after Charlie Manuel returned into the organization, we've seen this team really start to to hit the ball really well. Today, it looks like they're struggling. And it, it looks to me like the talent that this team has, and trust me, they have talent, especially when it comes to hitting. They're starting to struggle a lot more. And I don't understand, truly, what the struggle is right now Hoskins is 0 for 2 and it looks like he walked earlier as well which isn't surprising it's Hoskins Harper is 0 for 3 he's struck out grounded out and flied out that's not good enough Real Muto is 2 for 3 he's hit a home run and a du- and what a it reached on an infield single okay Corey Dickerson is 1 for 3 Gene Segura is 1 for 3 Hernandez is 0 for 3 Segura, uh, Kangri is 1 for 3. Pavetta is in right now. He's 0 for 1. A bunch of the pitchers. And that's another thing. The Phillies, I... 
I grew up with the 2008 World Series team who, back then, baseball felt simple. You have your nine guys. You have your starting pitcher. And when it comes time to take that starting pitcher out, you have a reliever or two. And you have a closer. Baseball nowadays is so focused on analytics and stats and management that a pitcher cannot go over a certain count of pitches. I remember watching, like, anybody. Cole Hamels, Cliff Lee, Roy Holiday. Whether they were struggling or not, I at least go over 85 pitches before they got pulled. At least go through five innings before they got pulled. I'm watching today Zach Eflin allow three runs in one inning. Gets pulled immediately. In the top of the fourth with two outs. Let the guy finish the inning. I don't understand why we don't let him finish the inning. And we bring in Nick Pavetta. And Nick Pavetta allows another two runs. And now we're here in the top of the seventh inning. Struggling to hit the ball. While this the, 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 the Padres are hitting the ball. The team itself, minus the analytic issue and minus the pitching and the bullpen, it's so inconsistent that I tr- I don't understand, especially with all the talent that they have, why they struggle the way they struggle. And I don't know, maybe I'm just blind to it, but it, I, I said it in the very first podcast that I recorded. I want Gabe Kapler gone. I want Matt Klintak gone. I want Charlie Manuel, like I said in my last podcast, to creep his way up the, the freaking rope or the ladder and just get on top of this organization and be a general manager or be the manager himself. I want people who know what they're doing, how to manage a team, how to get talent and players that can actually play at a consistent rate and at a high level to be in this team. I don't have any issue with Bryce Harper going 0-3 because, listen, he's carried the load this season. This whole month of August has, like, 23 RBIs, and we're only, like, 16, 17 days into the month of August. Nobody else has as much as Harper has. Nobody has done as much as Harper has done this entire month. I can't complain about him doing what he's expected of and especially even if with his struggles even with his struggles he's leading the team in home runs and rbis and we're still criticizing him when we should be criticizing the first baseman reese hoskins for being a piece of crap first baseman who cannot stay hot stays cold more so over hot and i don't understand why he's supposed to be the slugger of the team the best hitter on the team he's not hitting the ball this whole month of August, he's been really sluggish, and we're not complaining about him, but let's put Michael Franco down in the Lehigh Valley for whatever reason. I It just baffles me, the organization that we have right now, and, and the pitching is horrendous. Jake Arrieta today went through surgery to clear out the bone spur, so he's done for the season, so we're losing Arietta now. As, as inconsistent as he's been, minus, of course, I mean, I cut him a little bit of slack. He has an injury. He has a bone spur. He has a legitimate reason why he hasn't been pitching as well as he could be. 
then then after that there's just nobody else it's a bunch of no name people that i have no clue who they are then there's arietta and then zach efflin and then velasquez and then whoever the hell else and i don't i don't even know and i don't even want to talk about everybody it's just a mess and i have i'm being optimistic and i'm i'm holding out hope that this team can maybe make a run they're, this is the hottest they've been, and they're not gonna, they're not gonna win five. At least as of right now, they're not gonna win five in a row. But they're still on the neck of things. Who knows what could happen in the in the last month and a half of baseball? Since we're halfway through August, and we just got September left. But I, I've, I, I've said it a lot as well. This is all the more reason why I can't wait for football to come back. Because I know for certain, even if the Eagles disappoint me, I will have more fun like I did last year watching the Eagles struggle than the Phillies struggle. And that's the sad realization. That's reality right now for me. And, oh, man, I I don't I don't even I don't know. I don't know anymore. So I'm going to cut this podcast a little short. I hit everything that I wanted to talk about. Nothing much else for me to talk about. But I will reiterate again, follow me on Twitter at Sacred Gary. Find this podcast on Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. And of course, subscribe to me on YouTube as Sacred Eagle. That's where I'll be most active. I'm enjoying doing these podcasts. But again, that's where I'll be most active. So if you listen to me here, go find me there. Fly Eagles Fly. Go Phillies. Go Sixers. Go Flyers. The city of Philadelphia just 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 go just do everything okay you're all beautiful you're all great i hope you guys have had a great day enjoy the rest of your weekend and i'll talk to you guys the next time i talk to you guys have a good day guys